is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big league. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, welcome everybody to the Schaefer Baseball Report, the Friday after the Thanksgiving in between Christmas. Um, we got a special show. We got two Brooklyn legends in here, two oh, Brooklyn yeah. Latino legends in here. Absolutely. In, in, uh, in Ray Special Torres and Kevin Matier, uh, not only a, a, a dominant force coming through uh, the Brooklyn area, but also a Maryland Terrapin, one of my brothers, a Terrapin brother, uh, a draft pick, some minor league baseball, and then jumped into the coaching ranks of the Phillies, and now um, the hitting instructor with uh, within the New York Yankees organization. Um, it was funny because I was we were down in Tampa and sitting at the uh, sitting at this I don't know where the hell uh, we were Armature Works yeah Armature Works down yeah. there with my with my daughter and my granddaughter and whatever and you know I had a couple cocktails and eating, <laughs> eating some oysters and things like that and I'm, I'm sitting there and there goes Kevin walking right in front of me like hey, what are you doing here so but he's kind enough we got tickets at night went to the game it was very cool That's and pretty uh, cool. yeah it was uh, so it's good to see him be back here he's he's coached with us he's instructed with us and um, you know lives in God uh, Country. Where's that? Down here in the south. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking, where, where is it? Brooklyn? We talking Brooklyn? Here? Well, no, we moved out of there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys kind of peel off on this one a little oh, bit because you definitely. know, it's, uh, this is a yeah. uh, listen. I got excited when I heard uh, when you guys sent me the text message early in the morning, said who's gonna be on. And I was like, oh man, I can't wait. I got uh, listen. We got stories. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if Kevin remembers, but I mean, he, I'm, I'm sure he does. You know, what I mean, just by later on conversation, but I coached Kevin when he was with uh, Spring Creek Black Sox. I think this was like 2006 or seven, whatever years it was. And uh, it was ran by uh, Regina Lansky, one of the toughest coaches. And she was, you know, in Brooklyn or New York City. And, and, and she and it was she was a female and she ran New York as far as during that time frame of when mm-hmm. Kevin was coming up in the organization. and. Uh, uh, oh, look at that. I, I actually gave her a call. And she said, I am here. Oh, oh it, look at that. It, it, look, look at that. I, she got very excited when I told her Kevin was coming on. But, uh, you know, she asked me to coach uh, the Black Sox with um, with Kevin, especially a group of kids. I mean, a bunch of – how many guys probably went on to play, you know what I mean, college or, you know, from that group? I can't uh, – Jose's and – well, Jose's still playing. He's with the Las Aguilas right now. Yeah. He actually got a big league invite with the Kansas City, Kansas City Royals. That's awesome. As a, he's a submariner now. He's like 6'4", submariner throwing 90, 90, 93 from down there. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Yeah, I mean. So he's he's up there. He's still playing. Um, uh, Man, it was it was a it was a ton of it was a ton of good players. There. Ton of that ton guy, of the guys, guys that got into pro ball. Yeah. Well, pro of, ball just going on to the play at the next level of college yeah. or whatever. And I mean, I mean, we're talking about like just just hard nose street. Just, just baseball players like mm-hmm. kids from the inner city, you yeah. know, just going around and just traveling, and you know, had the opportunity. And you know, when you're coaching these guys, I think I was coaching you when you was like ten or eleven, and you know, yeah. I mean, you just seen the special talent, and you know, you get to see and you get to follow them, and and it's just special because you know, seeing them on on, on TV and right. playing at the collegiate level, right. and just seeing his name get drafted and and just go on from there, and it's just it's awesome. And uh, um, you know, Kevin, and you know, he's gonna be modest, and he's probably one of the only players in New York history to ever want to. Public school championship with Grand Street Campus and a and a private school championship with a, uh, with Severian. Yeah, you, you was right. yeah, back to back years. Really? Only so you got recruited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, also, and also, I mean, Grand Street was probably uh, 
the the best option closest to my house. Uh huh. Yeah. As in like baseball and education. And they had a good program. Oh yeah, and that's Melvin Martinez, the Martinez brothers. I'm sure. Yeah, the Martinez brothers. They run. They ran Grand Street and. His coach, his first couple years in high school at Severian was Dennis Canale, and Dennis Canale started me off when I was seven years old. And it's like yeah. there's a there's a like there's a whole three sixty degrees. So circle. is this predominantly Latin American players, or was it Latin American, it was, African, African American? It was a mix. Yeah, combination. It was Latin America, yeah, exactly. So yeah. predominantly minority. Well, the the first high school he went to Severian is a very is a Catholic school, and I mean okay. it's very expensive. Right. It's a, it's across town and and Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, oh, and yeah. I mean you had Rudy Lugo. I mean you got. Uh, 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 I mean, they had draft picks through the roof. I mean, that that's a that was a farm system right. going through this, uh, New York right. City, and they was they won city championship after championship. And then Grand Street was another farm. Dylan Batantas, Kevin, Jose yeah. Carlos. I mean, you know, what I mean, uh, um, the the list goes on and on. So uh, you know, to see Kevin the, coming up from the time that I got a chance to coach him from when he was a young buck to yeah. going doing exciting things. I was at the championship game when they won with Grand Street at, at City Field, and. That was fun. Uh, yeah, he was playing third base. I remember, you know what I mean. Uh, listen, I I I I followed him, and then to see him go to Maryland and see him and Jose do great things at Maryland, it's a fun, it's a special thing. And then to hear later on, several years later, to come a full three circ, uh, three sixty, him moving down to Charlotte and yeah. hearing the name of like Kevin Martier is living down here. I was like, what? I called Regina right away, and I was like, you need to send me his number. I need to reach out to him because yeah. if he's moving down here where I am, I was already a few years. I'm taking him under the wing, and like whatever he needs, you know what I mean. Like I want to make sure yeah. I yeah, I reach out. So to him. Yeah. so do you do you play golf like the rest of the people from Brooklyn? No. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't play golf. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm gonna take him under my there wing. Go, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go show him yeah. some golf. Don't That's worry. Don't so don't bad. don't let these yeah. guys follow you because they're gonna laugh at you and they're gonna just make fun of you while you're no, out there. No, that, I was holding it all wrong. I couldn't yeah. even. I listen there. My golf game was ferocious. It's still bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not good by no ferocious. means. But There's another great Torres word. There you go. It's ferocious. Whatever the hell it is. But but you know what? It was. It's 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 a lot better. You yeah. guys see the videos. I'm yeah, listening. I see I'm, the I'm, videos. You know. Yeah. Uh, but we it's, thought they were memes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're gonna laugh. I'm gonna take their money. We're yeah, gonna yeah, go. Yeah, I'm gonna exactly. go hustle them now. Yeah. Don't worry about it. When you want to play golf, you call yeah. me. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> now, so so you know, it's interesting coming out of Brooklyn. I mean, coming out of New York City, won city championships. There's so much talent that falls through the cracks there. Oh my God! It doesn't yeah, get yeah. the opportunity that you got to go ahead. Is is it more academic or is it more economic? Uh, I think it's I think it's really a product of your environment, mm -hmm. like who you surround yourself with. Uh -huh. Like uh, all oh, the guys that I surrounded myself during throughout high school and travel ball, like those guys, you know. And obviously, growing up, like we stick together, whether they're right. in baseball. Are you or talking not. about the players or the coaches or, or, or both? Both. 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 Well, Somebody like yeah. Regina. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like right. Regina was yeah. like the mother figure and Everybody. the father figure and the Everybody. head of everyone, and yeah. she was tough as hell. Like oh, yeah. I'm sure these guys were scared of her to do wrong. Oh, I'm scared of it now. Yeah, uh, listen I here. Showed up to my, I showed up to my first. I showed up to my first practice, and these kids are running sprints, and I'm like, okay, like Regina's yelling, "Let's go!" Like yeah. you know, they're like you say, yeah. like your environment, right? Yeah, like, you're a product of your environment, and then also you know, uh, surrounding yourself with good guys and players who are dedicated to the game and academics as well. So. You know, but you got you have to adapt to that structure, and you got to be yeah. you, you almost welcome that type of person when you're in certain environments. Right? Yes, that's going to be hard on you. Yeah, it's going to hold you accountable. Exactly. Absolutely, and, and structure an environment for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, but I, you lose a lot of talent, you know, because people don't adapt to that. Don't want that. Yes. Or, you know, so, they, so, so to answer your question in more detail, right? So New York City has a tremendous amount of talent. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's a ton of Kevin's, there's a ton of Jose's out there that has the talent. But they just don't have the structure as far as academic wise, right? They don't. No one's really teaching them 
to go to school and do the right thing. You know, Kevin had a great foundation of going to private school the first couple of years and getting that solid foundation so he could go into, you know, do have success at Maryland. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of kids that go to public schools and, and the coaches try to do the right by them, but their environment, they just don't have the structure of, you know, getting the proper training or the, the tutoring or the SAT prep and things like that to succeed, to, to, to pass the boards, to get into a major university. So, and they, then that's when they fall through the cracks because they can't, their, their ability takes them, but so far, right. then if you don't have the academic side of it, where, well, the other, the other you know, the, the other piece also is you don't have the academics, you know, the economic, it's huge. I mean, you may get a scholarship to play baseball at Maryland, but not be able to handle the, the, no, the other pieces. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, you know, you're stuck somewhere that's not going to get you, you know, get you yeah. to the point, obviously that you're at today. Yeah. And also like to add on was like the sacrifice too, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Sacrificing, not doing other things like, yeah. My commute to Severian was an hour and a half. Yeah. To, oh, my God. I got on like four trains and, and a bus. And so, I, you know, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy to think about now. That yeah. Stuff, think about because yeah. it's on the total I, opposite side. So, I, and again, that's kind of really right. But you know what? It, it didn't matter to those people because I've had this conversation with Mel Zitter, right? Mm -hmm. Who's yeah. Mel had guys that will come in an hour and a half, two, two hours. hours there. Yeah. And if you were five minutes late, he'd tell you to get back on the thing and get out of yeah. here. Oh, you know, no, 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 no. Mel will send you back home. Mel will run you for the next six oh, hours of oh. practice and then, and then send you home. Yeah, like you exactly. wouldn't. Yeah, he would 100%. not send you home. You yeah. would get late. You would run for the whole practice. So those guys, you know, those guys are taking a train two, two hours, two and a half hours at 11 years old, 12 years old. Yeah. And their practice start at 8 a.m. at John Jay High School. And they had to come across from guys who come from the Bronx, wherever yeah. they were. And there was no parents driving them and they were on time. And that's the thing where when you do have so that talking, structure. There's, so there's that commitment part, right? Yeah. You, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, you, you want it and this is the way to get out of it. You know, mm -hmm. where you're at, you have to go ahead and dive in and go. Yeah. And that's the part that, you know, people live 20 minutes away from you mm -hmm. and they're late. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's the, the environment that you're right. It's yeah. the environment. It's, it's different. Yeah. So somebody like, somebody like Regina, somebody like Mel Zitter mm -hmm. that are just, they're, they're hard, right? But they're hard because their heart tells them they have to be hard. They got to make you accountable you got, yeah. And, yeah. and teach you something. But everybody wanted to play for those organizations. Absolutely. You yeah. know, you know, how do I get to be, you know, get there? Because that was that was a pipeline out if, mm -hmm. if it was the right. Yeah. If 100%. you were the right talent. Yeah. 100%. So you're going through the whole high school processes. Who are you playing for in the summers? Uh, I used to play for the New York Grays. Okay. So I first started with, you know, Black Sox and became right. Gladiators, which is one of Victor, my best yeah. friends, Victor's. Victor, rest uh, in peace. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. My yep. best friend's dad, he yeah. was like my second dad. I stood with him for months. Then from there, uh, we kind of switched over to New York Grays. And that was like another thing, too, the train rides for two hours. But we would go in groups. Like our parents had to work. Right. They didn't have the time to take us. So we would take from Brooklyn, take the one or two train all the way to the last stop just to get, just to have practice up in the Bronx because that yeah. was the only field we could get. Amazing. Right. So, yeah. and, and it's like, and it's like, Hey, if you're not here at two we're all leaving. You, you'll see like 12 of us together on the train, yeah. like hanging out, you know, shooting, you know, talking, whatever, and then get into the field, get after it, go home together, get home late. So you, you know? held, you held, you held the other, you held the other guys that you were with accountable too. Oh, like, we we're have, not, yeah. we're not, you're not mm -hmm. here. We're gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. We're gone. So yeah. you want in, we're all in. I learned that when I was, 16 had a coach named uh franco uh super disciplined like right on the money right so if we used to take this one this bus uh harrison baders on that team quas we had a ton yeah. of guys on this team when we pulled up to uh baseball heaven you would hear us you would hear that <laughs> yeah. that van door open creak yeah you see come. a bunch of kids coming out 
if you're not on there, like if you're not on that corner in the city at that time, on like, yeah, that's right. You're getting you're you're you're, you're just getting, getting left. left. Yeah. So I remember funny story really quick. One of my good buddies, Dion Sanders. Uh, excuse me, not uh, Dion. Uh, he uh, he showed up. He showed up at eight at eight sixteen. It was eight fifteen. The but we left. So he calls Frank. He's like, "Hey, Franco, I'm here on the corner. Where are you guys at?" He goes, "Ah, walk to the next corner, make a right, then go to the next block, make another right, <laughs> go to another one, make another right. We'll be right there." He's like, "Okay." He did it. Call. It's like, "Where are you guys at?" He goes, "Go home, Dion. You're late." That's no it. Kidding. Yeah. And he didn't go. He didn't go yeah. to the tournament. Like yeah. that's how it was. So the next thing you know, you see every guy there, ten fit. So we're we're you're accustomed by this as you're when you're younger, right? right? Yep. Like right. as you the discipline and being on time and. And caring if you're if you're on time you're late right if yeah you're early, if you're early you're on time so you know <laughs> the one there's a lot there's a lot of pieces to the yeah. you know obviously the latins that are coming out of the you know south america the caribbean yeah, and all yeah. that other stuff and then there's then there's a latino population that comes out of the city mm -hmm. you know there's a different edge to them you know there's a but latino players regardless of where you're at and regardless of the structure getting there once the game starts man they have more fun than anybody else oh, yeah. it's loose it's going and 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 the the, the fans <laughs> with like shaking the cans oh, and stuff. My so, God. but you guys are traveling around pretty much under the hands of just regina and mel and all these other different guys because yeah. your parents couldn't how many games they had to work were, how many games were they able to see you play in your <laughs> career honestly my parents yeah uh and college or just in, or in, in general, general i mean in general overall i mean bare, i mean a lot of barely, percentage with like 10, i mean 10 percent of the time maybe percentage probably like 25. when well, i was in yeah. college my my parents came up two weekends well listen that was I, the only time we talked yeah. played in person twice new york city they they, they start the games at 3 30. there's no lights so they yeah. got to get the games in before yeah. it gets dark right so I, like how many parents can literally i mean in, in north carolina every parents at every game i mean i was sure. at you know what i mean we get it we we oh, no, with coolers yeah and, listen know, we we, we make sure that we're there but you Good know times down here, at 3 30 you can't as a parent you can't say hey hey boss i gotta leave my son's got a high school game you know what i mean maybe you could do it once or twice but you know to to for the majority of these families this is what they're living on and this is their livelihood so if you're going to take time off you're not getting paid so you just come yeah. home and you just wait to do either, you know, somebody tell you how your kid's doing or your kid tells you how you're doing. So the, so the process goes, so the teams that you're playing with, are they helping you connect up there yeah, to 100. organizations, right? They're like, okay, I'm going to reach out to Maryland. I'm going to reach out. What other mm -hmm. schools were they, what other schools were you talking to? before? Uh, I wasn't really, I wasn't really highly recruited out of high school. I just had, it was Binghamton and Cornell, which is uh, uh, David Owens, who's the owner, who's one of the owners of New York Grace, who's, yeah a big influence in my life. One of my mentors, he is, he I basically learned how to be almost a professional mm -hmm. through David, right? So he was a, he took us, me, Harrison Bader, Jose Quaz, and my other buddy, Julian and Franco. I don't know if you remember Julian, yep. infielder. Oh yeah. He, took us, he drove us up to Binghamton. We got a, you know, we got a tour. And my recruiter, the guy who was recruiting me was uh, Corey Mascara, was Moose. No kidding. He yeah. was the guy who was recruiting me. And then uh, yeah. through Cornell was uh, Owens, cause he went, he went to Cornell. And you know we were. Where's Corey now? He's at Wake, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's at Wake. Wake. Yeah, he's at Wake. Um, and they went to Cornell, but it was it was really just Binghamton, St. John, uh, Cornell, and then I I got this gig. Uh, I got uh, recruited by Maryland when I went to the Area Code Games. Oh, nice! So I was able to get through that, and you know Owens was one of the people, one of the you know main factors. Who was the recruiter at Maryland then? Who was uh, uh, Burton? Uh, that's so you you went in there with saying. Chef first? No, Backage was my Backage was my coach. Right. So okay. Backage got a whole lot of respect for. It. He yeah. came to my house in, in you know yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, he came in, sat in my living yeah. room. You know, 
Was it a package? Was it a package with you and Jose? Like you guys had uh, to go together? No, no, it wasn't a package. Okay. So I had committed first, and then uh, Jose was obviously on the on the because he, he he went on to for area codes. He ended up going to California as well. Okay. So he was trying to like sit it out a little bit more to see yeah. if yeah, he was see. able to get, get recruited by any other school or whatnot. What they were offering, and then uh, but yeah, he ended up pulling the trigger on Maryland. And then it's like, dude, let's just go and yeah, do something. Yeah. yeah, do something different. We have a chance to to play and develop. Like, why not? Yeah, so, well, it was Big Ten then. It, no, we were in the ACC. The ACC to start. Yeah, right. so my then, first then two through. years was yeah. in the ACC. It was an unreal experience. Yeah. And then, you know, going into Big Ten mm-hmm. was good as well. So yeah. not as it good. good. Uh, it was the difference between at that time between the ACC is just there was more depth, right? Yeah. Like there was more arms in the pen. Yeah. You had more, you had your Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were good. And then, you know, so the answer then is the, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So ACC was a lot better. I'm, I'm ACC. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's, yeah. uh, that's kind of the, the tough part going up there again. And it's all Big Ten and it's not ACC when we were all ACC. And, yeah. um, but, you know, the, the level of competition. So you're coming out of the city, it, you know, for me coming off the island, going to Maryland, I had no idea where I was going. I don't know how, how much oh, you travel. Yeah, I traveled minimal off the island. Yeah. Uh, maybe into New Jersey to play in a tournament. Or I think yeah. one time we got in the car with my mom and, my stepdad and we drove to Florida and I, you know, yeah. you know, I, I thought I was going to be tan as soon as we crossed the Georgia line to Florida. Like I'm tan. You know, I, I mean, I had no, no clue. So just to give you like a little rundown of how Regina mm-hmm. was and how she, you know, how we, what she wanted mm-hmm. the best for the kids. So we ended up, when we were 10 years old, we ended up playing at the Disney wild world of sports. Cool. But the only way we were able to do that was by fundraising in the on the highway on the street. Oh my like, god! Like oh, standing yeah. on the corner, King's Plaza corner in Brooklyn. King. Instead of yeah. like work for food, like yeah, no, yeah, with a sign, yeah. and hey, you just walk you out like, there. And... Would you like to donate? Yeah. Would you like to donate for our team to be able to go to Florida? And we were able yeah. to do that, you know. And it was, you know, and Andrew's team will be on the corner yeah, next week. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and it was, and it was like a way to, you know, get people to support. And we were able to do yeah. that, and it was That's just awesome. an unreal experience, you know. And that's all that's all like the guys that I grew up with and know. people were good right yeah Be- yeah i mean and people, people were good, good. yeah and yeah the, all the guys i grew up that's all they know about right yeah. like hustling Hustle. and, trying, yeah. and yeah. trying to figure out a way right so yeah. that was like a that was like a see i memory. try to explain that to, to people like you know you're gonna you're gonna step on the field with some talent and equal talent probably but you better find out where they're from what their background is because somebody's got to come with more hustle than you got and i don't mean like hustle like running on and off the field like they're going to figure a way to take you out. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I've told the story many times, you know, it, it, there was a lot of talent, a lot better talent than I was that got to the big leagues, a lot mm-hmm. better talent, but they weren't mentally talented. Like yeah. I was, or they didn't go through the experiences that I went to, mm-hmm. or they have to, you know, have to fight for every, every step of the way. And, yeah. you know, it came down to nut cutting time. Guess what? I'm winning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's the mentality that comes out of yeah. you know those environments. So that, that goes right to your, your first yeah. point, you know, environment is a big piece of it because, Financially, you'll figure out a way. We yeah. always did, right? Yeah, so uh-huh. You walk out of the house 100%. with no money in your pocket, you come home with five dollars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. You'll find a way. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, I was yeah. having I was having a conversation today with somebody before we got here, and I said, you know, we were talking about, you know, there's certain things that I earned, and then there's certain things I took. Yeah, because yeah. I had to. Mm-hmm. You know? That's it. And, right. and, and you went right, yeah, yeah. and uh, took chances. You, you gambled, man. You yeah. went hard, you know, and you, you put yourselves in those environments. And there's 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 sometimes you know when when those players are coming out of those environments more yours than mine right but you um you you understand that i I, they have more fighting you know they they, They, they grow up fighting they get a thing there's you know and they have less fear yeah you know i mean like Mm -hmm. what do i have to lose you know i'm I'm gonna go i'm gonna go get it Mm -hmm. you know i'm I'm, what do i have to lose listen we're we won as soon as we lost as soon as we left the five barrels right kevin going on uh uh maryland 
myself going down to Kentucky. I mean, we won the game. So anything else is a plus. Right. So for him going to Maryland, if he, I mean, he just had it, not had it succeed, but everything that he going forward was a plus. And for him to keep gaining and getting that notoriety of like winning yeah. was something that, you know what? He left Brooklyn. You know yeah. what I mean? There's yeah. so many people that don't leave. Right. That's the first, that's winning right. the battle right there just to right. leave. You know what I mean? So for him to take that opportunity with him and Jose and a lot of the other guys, and you know what I mean? Even myself, as far as not <clears throat> knowing anything about where I was going, and and you know when you go into a new environment like that in the south or the midwest or whatever the case may be it's all foreign land right you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you don't know you don't know what to do you don't know what's right what's wrong you just know that you just left your comfort yeah. zone and yeah. you just have to succeed because no, you can't and, go back right and there's no sense of entitlement and that's funny you say you can't go back you know i mean listen life changed for me when my mother remarried right went from you know a small house and wherever and mom my mom driving a a, a bus um you know, to a different lifestyle, completely mm -hmm. different lifestyle. But when, but you're already, you're already built, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you've been through that part. And when I got to Maryland, I was on the seventh floor of Ellicott, mm -hmm. right. And came in late because we went to the County Mac world series. And, yeah. you know, I just, I'm showing up like, Oh, I had no idea. I was going to college. <laughs> I had no idea. People have heard this, you know, I, I wasn't recruited anywhere. I thought I was going to go home and go to the army, but I ended up going to Maryland. And I remember getting up one morning and the very first morning that I was there and I walked to the bathroom and I looked out from Ellicott all the way over the campus and I brushed my teeth. And I look out and all these people are going to school. They're going to class. They got books. There's thousands of kids running all over campus. Because you can see from <laughs> yeah, Ellicott, yeah. you can uh -huh. see you the can entire see campus. I'm like, dude. And to that point was I was afraid to go home as a failure. Yep. I was not going to fail at that point. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't the best student or whatever. And but I figured out how I was going to stay in the game, how I was going to stay in school, yeah. whatever I was going to take to stay mm -hmm. that my the biggest, the biggest scar wouldn't have been. You know, you didn't make it professionally baseball or whatever, but, you know, the worst score would have been if you went home before it all ended, yeah. before you gave it the shot. Yeah. And a lot of times we'll see these kids get in our environments here that they run it all the way to the end, right? Mm -hmm. they, or they get one year to go and they're going to shut it down. Ah, I don't want to play anymore. Went, but, dude, you went all the way yeah. here. Yeah. Like, like, finish it out. See what happens. Finish it out. And it doesn't matter if you don't want to go play the next level. Finish yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's makeup. Yeah. It's, no, it's yeah. environment. It's, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So now, you, now, so you, Maryland goes on. You, I mean, you play a lot as a freshman. Did you expect that? Uh, I mean, you played a lot as a freshman. If I'm being honest, I ex I expected because that's what right. I was yeah, right. Right. Like yeah. I was My mindset right, right away was I'm going to try to start and play and make a difference right away. Right. That was my mindset. Right. So it was funny. And like, you were prepared. Yeah. And to I do would, that to go in and take somebody's yeah. job. It wasn't like, hey, I got a scholarship now. Yeah. You're playing for a show and go team. You guys practiced. Oh yeah. Practice. We worked out early. Yeah. You were up. I yeah. mean, my so schedule. You were in. Yeah, my freshman schedule was tough. Yeah. So I had six a.m. lifts and uh, yeah. and uh, like conditioning. But I'm Monday saying you were prepared. You were prepared by Regina and oh and yeah, hundred percent. You, you, yes. you were ready to go in and take somebody's mm -hmm. job before you even got there. Where we yeah. see a lot of and Andrew tell you. You know, Ray, you've seen a lot. They got of one foot in, one foot out. No, mm -hmm. they think they think it's they think it's a cakewalk in. So they they're playing for these show and go teams that just you know you go skill out. And you, you know, you get four at bats a game. You never have to bunt. You never have to hit run. You don't have to steal. <laughs> you don't have to hit the cutoff man. Who yeah, cares, yeah. right? Everybody's like, wow, look at those, look at those look tools. At the tools right? Yep. Then you get to a then you get to a, a program like Maryland that you know you're in the ACC at the time mm -hmm. and then the, the Big Ten. And you got to play the game and you have no idea how to play the game. Yeah. So now there's this learning curve. So they're bringing in these freshmen that are skill set, yeah. highly skill setted, right? But they don't know how to play the game. Just and wrong. then they lose a year or two because they got to learn how to play. Yeah. That is not fun but anymore. You're going yep. in, you're going in, Yeah. you know, with, with 
an understanding like this is the game how to be played and this is what i have to do to prepare myself so yeah. you know you step in as a freshman and you play all the time yeah so and it's funny you say that one of the things that one of the uh like good stats was i think we had the most sacrifice bunts in, in the whole country my freshman year at maryland baseball did so chef was chef one of the first things chef said is like hey you can't bunt you can't be in the lineup Chef oh. or backage? Chef. Okay. Chef so, said, okay. If, you, if you don't know how to yeah. bond, you can't you right. can't get you can't be in the right. lineup, right? Just right. in case I need you to safety yeah. squeeze or squeeze at some point yeah. in, during the game, right? Gotta win the game. But I was prepared through that yeah. since Regina Lee teaching us how yeah. to bond, you know, then yeah. trickling on as I got older to Franco. Okay, Owens Regina, you gotta guys. get on a, you gotta get on a plane and get down here. Because <laughs> oh. I got I gotta I got listen here. Regina, I, listen, we gotta she, get her on here. I don't think I don't think <laughs> we do. We gotta zoom South, her in. South Charlotte is not ready for Regina. Oh, yeah. She listen yeah. here. Listen, it's uh <laughs> she she have uh, yeah. a lot of kids around yeah. here and, yeah. No, you know what? That's right, man. Let, let, let's get her a flight down. Yeah. Here, <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, you had yeah. to, you had to learn all that stuff. And obviously as I got older, like through like my travel team, yeah. we did that all the time. We yeah. worked out in gyms, you know, hard yeah. with hard with oh, getting, yeah. ground, getting yeah. ground, playing balls. at parade grounds on rocks. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Getting it's... hardwood, hardwood ground balls with baseballs, yeah. skipping at you. Right. Yeah. You know, my, you know, like I yeah. said, Owens, he was one of the coaches as well. Like he would sit there and just, you know, run yeah. a really good, just really good, yeah. fundamental, yeah. fundamentally sound practice, right? So yeah. all of our guys know how to play the game the right way. It's just the time of strength and getting yeah. older and getting bigger. That's what that's when it all came to play out. Right? And you know so, what's funny about what the like the practices that we used to run and we used to have back in New York? There was no time frame, right? Like no, there was lights running, yeah, 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 it was like lights, hey, yeah. you know what? Practice is going to start at nine a.m. Yeah. And you know what? These kids, no show, these kids it. show up. And we just practice all day, right? Uh -huh, there was like, you, you know, hey, it's, we're just out there till like two or three o'clock, and you know what? The practice is over. They go home, and and that's it. That was yeah. that was like it was like all right, not a you know from nine to ten, we're gonna have a practice. Then you know, you guys are gonna go home and do whatever you do. It was like these guys were committed to being out there all day. So we, yeah. you know, they, the joke is like the, the the greatest team that any of us could ever coach on the amateur level is an orphanage. Oh. <laughs> right not, not too many parents are laughing right no, now no 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 they never do when i tell that and then i gotta say it's supposed to be funny but realistically it's, it's not because it's there's over involvement right so mm -hmm. you know part of our developmental process growing up was our parents weren't there yeah and we figured out amongst our own group and mm -hmm. just like you said you're not on this freaking corner at 12 15. you're yeah, gone gone. You're gone man yeah. so Taking you know by yourself. so you're, you're policing yourselves you're developing yourselves and it's the yeah. same thing on the field you find out what you can and what you can't do instead of going through the structure of, I'm taking I'm taking lessons with this guy and you know I'm doing X Y and Z and, mm -hmm. you know and it, it, there is more to you know the development alone and figuring things out when we're in a society now a baseball society right where we are told how to figure things out this yeah. is how you do front side down go so you're instructing now right so I'll be curious when we get to this part of the conversation, because yeah. I want to stay on Maryland a little bit. Yeah. But one of the questions I do want you to answer when we get there is how much do you let these guys just be themselves and then tweak and modify instead of being the guy that you're going to go to get lessons. I'm just going to rebuild the whole swing and I'm going to, you know, yeah, and no. go from this. But let's let's yeah. stay on. Let's stay okay. on the Maryland, the, the Maryland thing. OK, yeah. so you get there. You're you're a freshman, dude. OK, mm -hmm. you're in. You guys, you see the team coming. You know, mm -hmm. it's going to be something pretty good. Um. You know the whole taking over as a freshman you know what i mean like you're mm -hmm. you're a catcher yeah you're not you can't be a passive individual as a freshman and mm -hmm. then usually you know that's kind of your your hazing year you're like shut up kid we yeah. got it yeah but that know. that didn't that didn't happen a not lot of guys a lot so. of guys you could ask uh one of my he's obviously 
one of my good friends now, Anthony Papio. He's still yeah, on, he's on the yeah, staff. Yeah. No one really liked me my freshman yeah. year because I was just passionate. I yeah. competed. I yeah. wanted to play, and I didn't. That's what. That's what. That's That's when you. That's when. That's when you're doing something right. Shoe. Bing bong. There you go. But that's when you're doing something right. Right is when people don't like you. You know, you got to be comfortable with not being liked. Because we're sure. we're in this time that everybody wants to be liked, and mm-hmm. you put everything on social media to get likes. No, you expose people with you. Yeah, way. but I mean, when you're just... not liked, and when yeah. you that means you're doing something right as far as you're making other people feel uncomfortable about what you're doing. That they well, you're doing more than them, and they don't want to step it up. Exactly. Then they, yeah. then they find a way not to like you. Not always, but you know. So, so, ha- yeah. But you know that, that you know that's the beauty of it. So go on, man. Uh, so yeah, I mean. Uh, then uh, kind of just had that one year, and then after that year had ended, had the end of the season meeting with Chef, and he's like, you know, you're you're probably gonna be our guy, our starter, because I was splitting with a, a redshirt senior. Okay, so it's me redshirt senior, and then when I didn't catch, I was DHing, or if I didn't DH, I was playing first or third. Right. So I was like bouncing yeah. around the whole time, and uh, he was just like, you're gonna probably have to take over, but you have to. Learn how to communicate because sometimes you know you get passionate, you get emotional, yeah, you get a little more yeah, angry, yeah. and then guys don't listen. Wouldn't I got a son? Like that. Yeah, wouldn't listen. <laughs> wouldn't take your advice the proper way if the way you communicate. Yeah, right? your approach. So yeah, your yeah. approach and everything. Yeah. So I had to learn right. that part, right? How to communicate and find ways. Did you figure that out on your own, or did they get your help? Oh, I kind of figured that out on my just by body yeah. language, right? And yeah. and observing people how they take your message when you speak to them, then you could figure out, hey, I could. I could nudge this guy See, or this, I could talk to him really sweet. Yeah. This is interesting because when I went up to speak, you know, at Maryland, we did that whatever yeah. with all the guys that were there and you were, and, and you were there at that time. Mm-hmm. And I saw you at the table. I'm like, well, Kevin's like the Pied Piper, man. Everybody wants to hang out with Kevin, <laughs> smile and whatever. And now, but you were really a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Let's it ask beep. Zach. Let's ask Zach. Zach seems like he knows Kevin in college. Was he or was he not? Yes or no? Uh, yeah, that's that's Zach. That's Dickie. That's uh, <laughs> Justin. Yeah, that's my man. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Dickie. Appreciate it. <laughs> Love you, Bob. Uh, but yeah. uh, um, no, listen. I think you know what what you did on the field. I mean, spoke volumes, and you know. So talk to us about your you guys your run going to the World Series. I mean, that, oh. your next year. Oh, that was uh, so. Funny, uh, funny story. We had, uh, we went to BC, and BC at this time, you know, wasn't uh, wasn't the you know top notch right. ACC school. We're, we should have, we should be, we were better than them. We ended up getting swept there, and then we came home and played a, uh, and played like a game on a midweek game. A midweek game. I think it was against Mount St. Mary's at George Washington. We got spanked. Like, oh, we lost like eleven to two or something like that. And it, and then you know we, you know how college, you know sometimes yeah. you got to do what you got to do. So. Yeah. In between ourselves, we kind of uh, we kind of met up early and uh, and like four thirty in the morning. And coming to Jesus meeting. Oh, uh, coming to Jesus meeting, yeah. and we like figured it out how to be tough, right? Like how to be mentally tough and not mope around and blame each other <clears throat> and hold each other accountable. Who, so who, that, who called that meeting? Uh, it was it was uh, I would I would say it was Papio. Right? Nice. Pa- Papio called that meeting, yeah. and you know we were able to uh, get together. We did some some crazy stuff, some running and yeah. some uh, exercises to. Yeah. Until we kind of <laughs> until somebody stepped up, Blake Schmidt, who was a shortstop senior, a JUCO who transferred, stepped up and was like, "We're done with this. Like, we get it. Like, we're gonna we're gonna bust our balls." And after that, that's when we went on that run. It was yeah. like an eight, it was like sixteen two run for the month of May, or something like that. And we didn't look back. We just it was more just getting being one, right? right? And everybody pulling right. for each other. You know, having that good at bat, setting that guy up behind you to have success, or or setting that setting the setting the uh, 
the offense up, right? Yeah. Second, third, whatever it is you got to do. We were just pulling on the same rope, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And there was no moping around. There's not feeling bad for yourself because you weren't playing. Right. There was everybody put everybody was pulling for each other. So yeah. that was like basically it. And then after that, you know, then you got these leaders who were all sophomores who were freshmen the year before that same class. We all came together, which Zach Morris is in it. Uh, and we we just kind of took over. And that was mm-hmm. just like the standard, right? Like, get your shit done. Get yeah. your beep done, yeah. you know, yeah. get everything yeah. done, pull on the same rope. Yeah. We all hung out together. Like yeah. there was there was not one time we were, hey, come over to the room. We have like 20 guys in one room watching a movie, mm-hmm. you know, just hanging out. And yeah. and like I said, their environment, right? The culture. Yeah, the so culture. we built that environment, that culture where it was like more of a family and holding each other accountable. You were going into a gang fight. You weren't yeah. going into oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guarantee you if, yeah. we, if something ever happened like that, it'll be, it'll be crazy, yeah. right? So. And we were all just pulling for each other. The brotherhood, right? yep. Yeah, it was just like the family. So you so, go on the run, you get it, you get, you yeah. know, you get through the regular season. Now you're into the, now you're into your, I guess your regional. Regional, yeah. super regional. Yeah. Who, uh, who do you got there? Uh, that was South Carolina. We played. Uh, that must be South Carolina after coming off a World Series run, right? Yeah, yeah. South Carolina. So we played, uh, I think we played ODU first game. Uh, I, can't, I can't, it was Campbell, ODU, and South Carolina. We played ODU first game. We won on a walk-off hit by pitch. Oh, that wow. was a crazy game because we, you know, obviously we should have, we should, but we, yeah. but we ended up winning that game. Played South Carolina game two, unreal experience. I mean, we're pulling into the to the stadium. There's people tailgating, fans oh, lined yeah. up, like yeah. throwing up middle fingers at us. We're warm, I'm warming up in the pen, oh. you know, chirping at the pitcher, everything, and it's like 13, 14,000 fans there at, at this at this game, and it was just an unreal experience. We went there when. And we gave them the work, right? Oh, so we we nice. ended up we ended up beating them that first game, and then I guess they they beat Campbell. Then we played another game, and uh, for our game three, which would be their game, and they had four, to sweep you guys. They you had to had sweep to us, yeah. They had to sweep us, and that was another game that was like an unreal, right? We had like a ton of fans there. It was like, I think it was like eleven to twelve thousand, and we cleared that we cleared that stadium in the seventh. So you going from you going from Bird, you going from Bird Stadium or what's oh, the guys? Oh, so, yeah, uh, Smith. Bob Turtle Smith Stadium. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you are going from Bird Stadium? Yeah. <laughs> home of elton jack jackson my coach so go ahead yeah yeah Let's so then we the went, table here <laughs> so then we went so then we went there and uh and it's a it's a whole different ball game playing yeah. baseball that yeah year. it was it was it was a ton of fun uh it was a lot of fans you know and then it was just the the best feeling was seeing that that whole stadium, stadium clear is, out. yeah because yeah. we we went on i think we scored and ended up scoring like eight runs or something crazy like in one sent inning, them and home. Sent them everybody home. just sent them home. Yeah. Go back was, to your tailgate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was yeah. that was that was an unreal. So experience. you guys win that regional, and now where's the super regional? At? Uh, UVA. Oh, so we go to oh, UVA. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we go to UVA. We go there. We win game one. Uh, it was a really good game. Game two, uh, we were winning. I think we were winning one zip. I think about in the sixth, and they, we have to pull out our our freshman sworn, and then uh, we end up losing that game. And then game three got we got spanked. Yeah. Uh, we got blown out. Uh, See, that's the so, game yeah. that I saw you guys at. Yeah, um, with Schwan. Yeah, yeah, the game two. Yeah. That was a really yeah, game. That was then, a good game. That was a good yeah. game. And then you guys uh, were ahead in that game too. It looked mm-hmm. like going to take it. We were. And we, I think who was, was Lamont playing center field that game? Made an unbelievable play in center field uh, to keep it. He was so. I think that year he was playing more. More first. first. So Charlie think, White was. Charlie you're White. talking about the, my in fifteen, the right. second time he went to UVA. Right. He rot. He like yeah. made that really good play. Ball off the bat, I'm like, no way, game over. Here we go. Yeah. Said, no way. Yeah, over the catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and then, then UVA as well is a really good experience. We ended up, you know, not winning. That was very hurtful. Mm. And it's and this is crazy to think, like, 
my in 2015 because we did the same thing we went mm-hmm. to the regionals but the regionals in us in ucla i don't know if i'm going ahead am i going no, ahead? no no no, no, no. Okay. listen we're, yeah. we're we're in with you we're we're traveling <laughs> yeah, with yeah, you right yeah, now yeah yeah so yeah. uh so 15 went to ucla they were the number one overall seed in the in the for the bracket so yeah. they hosted us we went there and we and uh and we won the regional we won the regional there and that was that was another really yeah. good experience yeah we actually crazy story on the when we were getting on the plane to go back home after we won the regional Kobe Bryant was in the golf cart getting into going into his helicopter. No way. Oh, yeah. No oh, so man. crazy. Yeah. It was so, and all my team is like, that's Kobe in the lobby because you could see it right. as you're driving yeah, yeah. through. Yeah. And then he got on a golf cart and like waved at us and stuff. It was oh, just that's like, pretty cool. cool. It was like oh, one yeah. of the coolest things ever. And then, uh, yeah, we came back, went back to UVA. Um, game one, I think, I think we won. Uh, no, game one, we were winning, ended up losing. Uh, and I think it was the, the eighth. We were up. We were up to three zero, I think, something like that. And then they came back and won. And then game two, we we're winning four two in the ninth. And then they came, they walked us off. Yeah. And then that was and that's all she wrote. So you know, you know, what's really cool about these experiences. So there's there's three things. When I went up to Boston, right now, and I'm and you know I've written, you know, a lot of different speeches, written for the gala and things like that. And you know, you kind of you kind of go through it, and then all of a sudden you find these nuggets. So you're talking about experience, opportunity, and lesson, right? Mm-hmm. So everything that he just said there, you could you could pull one of those. One of those three things out of there. Opportunity, experience, lesson. But my point is, the guys that I played at Maryland with, there's, well, it goes from 18 to 16, whatever. Someone will get a little offended, which said on a, <laughs> on a, on a, on a texter. But we have a texter. So you realistically, the guys that you stay connected with longer term aren't so much the guys that we grew up, because we grew up in different neighborhoods and different yeah. people around when we played with. You know, you may stay in touch with Harrison Beta and yeah, yeah. and those guys. But overall, the group that we stay in touch with are these guys from – our college experience, yes. you know, and you're pulling that thing together and there's a bond the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I, you know, Pete Sinopoli and I mean, I can go down the whole list, Jimmy Sinopoli. I mean, the whole, they're at our gala. They yeah, show up yeah, at our yeah, gala. Yeah. They support what we're doing, but mm-hmm. you know, then we, then we jump, we jump out and we jump at the pro ball. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have associations, right. You got, you may have one or two, three good friends out of that. You know, I probably mm-hmm. have a, a handful of guys that I still stay in touch with that, I played with it, you know, we followed families, things like that. But the college experience. It's never it's and that's the point. Like, listen, man, if you're gonna play this game at the at the amateur level, you know, and I'm telling you you're gonna go to college, but you may not play pro baseball, you will never regret a day of it. Yeah. Remember never regret a day of it. Because Absolutely. it's just it is a tremendous yeah. experience. I mean it's, to be on a team and to be yeah. involved and then to take it to certain levels like you guys did. Like, you know, I mean you know, it's you're almost there, almost there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you, my, my one of the best feelings that I've ever had as far as a, a fan watching and a coach was when you guys did go to the World Series. And, you know, I got to see, you know what I mean? You know, w- when you guys were all playing on TV, right? Yeah, yeah. Seeing like you. Original, yeah, yeah, the regionals yeah. and everything. Regionals, and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not the World Series. Super regionals. Yeah, super regionals and seeing you guys on TV and, you know what I mean, just, just, just playing at, at such a great, you know what I mean, level. But the most the, the special thing for me was that get to see a, you know guys that look like me right like because every yeah. time you turn on the TV and you put on a Short game and or fat? You, no well, <laughs> now no no but when no no when you go when you put the College World Series on I mean there's two teams that always stands out to me Michigan and Maryland yeah. that you see a lot of minorities playing yeah. well at it's that interesting because backage. Eric was both of them. Yeah. Oh, I did Eric not know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the, and that's the, yeah. and that's the greatest thing because they're giving guys an opportunity, right? 
Latin ball players, you yeah. know, uh, uh, black ball players uh, to play at that level yeah. where if you see Ole Miss, Mississippi, you don't get to see anybody like that. So when my kid is coming up and seeing Kevin and these guys on TV playing in college and like, hey, that could be you next. Yeah. Like Kevin, I like when Ray, Ray was like 14 at that time when at the Super Regionals and I put on the TV and I show him Kevin and Jose and everything else. I'm like, hey, Ray, you remember when we went to uh, City Field? Uh, not City Field, uh, Cyclone Stadium yeah. and seen Grand Street Campus played uh, uh, George Washington. And he's like, yeah, I was like, that that was the guy that was playing third. That was the guy that was playing short. And yeah. he was like, you know, he tuned in and he followed. So just to see what they were doing gave him a blueprint of like, I could do it too. So that was special for me to see you guys on TV and doing what you guys did because you guys made way for a lot of other minority players to see if yeah. you could do it, they could do it as well. Yeah, I appreciate Very that. Very cool. Yeah, that was All awesome. right, so you get let's jump into pro ball now, right? So yeah. you get drafted. Yeah. You go off and play. Yeah, I get drafted in my first year. We were in uh, Greenville, Tennessee, right. middle middle of nowhere. We're in the app. I was in the Appy League. Um, that that was a good experience. Obviously, it's just a, like I said, different environment. You're kind of almost staying like in a motel. Yeah, the only I mean, thing that's <laughs> the only thing that's next to you is for dinner was cookout and yeah. McDonald's, uh, Taco Bell. The, the only restaurant that was kind of nice there was Applebee's. You know? <laughs> so we, were, we were trying to go there. Gotta get dressed up yeah. for that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, and, and it was a good, it was a good experience. I won my, uh, my first year, won the championship in the Appy League. Nice. And that was cool. Um, and during that time, that was like, you know, uh, when like the whole metrics and all that stuff started, cause Houston was on the front end of that. Yeah. So, and all that stuff. So that was a, that was a little different, right? Like, you never heard any of this stuff. Like you're young, you go into this like new you know, yeah. profession. You're in pro ball, and then you're learning all these new things. You're like, damn, like what is this? So it was it was a good experience. That was good. And then I had to, I battled a ton of injuries in pro ball too. I had a mm. bum shoulder even through college. Like even those games you see them on ESPN, yeah. there was no shot. You're pulling me out of that game. Yeah, right. Because my shoulder was bum. I was like, I'm popping all the ibuprofen I need and everything <laughs> just to get on that field yeah. and, and help yeah. you know and help right. my there teammates right, right. as best yeah. as I can, whichever way I can. Um, so yeah, that, and then pro ball was good, just battled a ton of injuries, and yeah. that's the health, right? You got to stay mm -hmm. healthy. Yep. And that was like kind of the big one of the biggest so things. So, when that when the, so when the injuries started to take place, you started to think, okay, what's what's next? Yeah, I started I mean, thinking, you, what's you next? started to yeah. plan ahead, and, yeah. I started, and I'm, yeah. I'm just like super passionate about baseball, right. like I love it. Yeah. Like, you know, I could sit there and watch it, I could talk about it, mm -hmm. you know, I'm super passionate about it. So, at that time, I started, you know, I started listening, you know, I started listening a lot more, mm -hmm. right? Like to what was going on. So, when I would catch bullpens. I would pay attention to certain cues, like what pitching coaches are saying, or when I'm hitting, like what are you know what right. are we trying to do? So during this whole time, I'm trying to understand everything. Yourself. I'm educating myself yeah. at the same time while I'm playing, and then um, yeah, and then I, it kind of all started with uh, uh, Zachary Doss up there. He commented it was one of the first kids I started uh, doing like one on ones with, and right. I just got into pro ball. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for him, he was probably the guy who set the tone for me to. It was just super rewarding to see how much. Like he got, he's gotten, he gotten better. got better from your knowledge. He got, he right? got yeah, better right, from the things right. that I'm learning. Right? Yeah, so it was right. just, just felt super good. Like, you know, like, damn, like he's, he's getting better, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then ever since then, I kind of just, it was just like a, a, I think for me, right? Like yeah. even when I played, I was like looking around or if I was yeah. DH or something, if I'm on the bench, I'm not playing. I'm, I'm looking to see like what's going on, like mm -hmm. different situations, just like kind of educating myself mm -hmm. or sitting next to the manager and the, in the dugout, like listening to what they're saying and stuff like that. Just trying to, it's an amazing you know, game. Man. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. the cliche is, yeah. you know, you never stop learning. Yeah. You never stop learning. You that's never. Right. You know, there's something all yeah. the time. And so, I give I give Springer credit because if you say something that's that like 
man, that's, that's, that's really good. And then spring will say, okay, it's yours now. But when I walk out the door, it's ours. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 you know, you're educating yourself as a player. Did you get released? Yeah. So I got released in 2017 in spring okay. training. So I had the first year in Appy, went to the spring training in 2017. Then a week before, like two weeks before spring training ended, I, my shoulder flared up right. again. And I, at this time, I was like working out with the with the double A guys at this time. Right. And also I was like with Bregman and like all yeah. these guys, like playing with these guys during spring training. Right. But usually as the roster starts to like, uh, you know, fill in, everybody, everybody starts to trickle sure. down. Yeah. So I, you know, I ended up bumming up my shoulder, got stuck and extended. Took me a while to get back and never really got healthy, get end up sending to short season. Then they they draft, you know, yeah, catchers in the third, yeah. you know, two round, tenth yeah. round. They're, those guys are my my buddies, like yeah. my, Jake Rogers and yeah. uh, Chucky Robinson. Jake is obviously big leagues with the Tigers, and uh, Chucky's in AAA with the Reds. Those those are guys I still uh, talk to. Yeah. Those, are, those are my those are my buddies, um, and that's just how the business is, right? Sure. Like these guys have to play, so I got the you know the mm -hmm. other end of the stick, or I'm in the pen. I'll play every ten games, or or every two two games in a row, then I sit for ten. And so I'm, you're seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah, see seeing, I'm seeing I'm seeing it coming already yeah, right mm -hmm. now, and then I'm just like, all right, like you know. Then that's when I started getting more into uh, you know, he's dropping a little bit more on the coaches, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, hey, I'll coach first base, and I coached first base a game there. And oh, then, nice. And then yeah. I came back for uh, the next spring training in uh, in 2018, had my best one. So I was probably like I weighed like two fifteen strong, yeah. had my best one, and arm was in good shape. Arm was still. in good shape. Yeah. Everything was good, and then I was too late. Yeah, I got yeah. released, and then um, uh, a week later I got picked up by the Brewers. So I signed with the Brewers. Uh, go to Arizona, go to the extended. I'm there for about a week and a half, two weeks. Ball and same thing. Nothing's really changed. I'm catching. I'm catching the second half of a game against the Dodgers in the extended game. And I squat down. I'm like, mm, my knee doesn't, my knee doesn't feel too good. You yeah. know, like my knee was bothering me. And I'm like, I don't know. What, what, what did yeah. I do? Yeah. yeah. We had the conditioning the next the day before. It was yeah. totally fine. Like nothing. Everything was all good. And then um, I'm playing, and I I went to go make the throw, and I pushed off, and it's my right knee. And I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't feel too good. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I took some ibuprofen. <laughs> you know, let me see. Let me see if this goes away. God's and gift then, to baseball players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then uh, my my next, my bat, I ended up getting a hit. I get to first, and I'm like, I'm limping. And then I have to I end up having to go first to third, and I get to third oh, base. Geez. And I tell my and I tell my manager, I'm like, hey, dude, my knee is not good. He goes, you're good. Like, you're good, man. Like, you're good. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, like, my knee is not good. So then uh, next day, I, you know, go home. Next day, I go to the trainer's room. My knee is swollen, like, mm. you know, fully swollen. I do rehab for, like, a week still the same thing and then you know they were like okay let's go get an mri and then mm -hmm. i ended up tearing my meniscus oh. fully you know fully turned they ended up swiping it off uh meniscectomy and then uh once they find that out two uh excuse me a day later they signed aj murray who was a mm -hmm. who was a catcher for the uh, in the twins organization who was another guy i know who i played with played at right. georgia tech was more of a dh first baseman signed him and then two days later he goes to a ball yeah so it's like that was yeah, that was your time that, that was, was my time to like yeah, you know to, to start, start moving, moving right and then you know it was I had three or four setbacks mm -hmm. with my knee and then i i wanted to finish school because you know coming from brooklyn you gotta you gotta get, finish, you, yeah. you gotta finish. Right. and that was one of my right. things i right. wanted to finish school so i go to school and then during the winter meetings they call me hey you got released mm -hmm. and i'm like okay they decided to sign this minor league uh minor league guy playing right. the games before so i'm like okay so i decided to stay you know for the spring season 
then I stayed on as a student assistant throughout the whole year. Then I ended up finishing. That, my, we went back to Maryland. Yeah, I went back to Maryland. Okay. So I was student. I was a student assistant right. at this okay. time at Maryland, and then went there throughout. Uh, you know. So spring. you thinking you're going to stay as a college coach? Uh, no. So I, my mind. You right wanted now, to go back to pro ball. As I, a coach. Yes. No, I wanted to go back to pro ball to play. So oh, I was okay. trained. I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I'm not done yet. Right. Like, I was right. feeling good. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then I went to go play indie ball. So yeah. uh, my agent was able to get me a tryout in a in a gate the Gateway Grizzlies is in Illinois. He tells me, he's like, Kev, this is not gonna be for sure. I don't know, I don't know if you're gonna make the team. You have to try out. You don't have numbers from last year. Yeah, because you were hurt the whole year. Yeah. So it's hard to just sign a guy. Right. I I was like, dude, if I go there, I'm gonna make I'd the make team. Club, I'm yeah. make, I'm gonna make the team. So yeah. uh not to be cocky, but you know, I just sure, had that yeah, confidence. Yeah. So yeah. he and I drove 12 hours to St. Louis in my car from here, from North Carolina. I drove there, went to a tryout, first live AB that I ever had in a year against uh, one of their guys who's rehabbing, went Oppo Tank. Yeah. And then the guy, and there's another kid I was uh, like trying out with. It was a kid from the Cincinnati Reds, like a second rounder. I forget yeah. his name. He pulls me off to the back. He goes, we're going to sign you. That's it. Like, yeah. you're good. And I was throwing, and I had some good pop times too. I was probably like 189 mm -hmm. to 193 consistently. Like, Without yeah. playing, like this is yeah. not playing out of the year. And I'm like, okay, so I make the team. And then uh, I had a good first game, went one for four, threw a guy out. Like, and then the next day my knee starts to blow up. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to do nothing. Yeah. And then, uh, I, so then the next game I wasn't playing, I came in to pinch hit. I came in to pinch hit, ended up grounding into a double play. As I'm running, I feel like a little, a little yank yeah. in my groin. So it's over. So it's so over. So I'm it's like, over. I'm like, okay. So I tell, I go into the trainer's room, like, hey, my knee is, my knee is swollen. I'm yeah. feeling my groin. Then basically the guy was like, hey, um, you know, we here's have your, two, your $50. Yeah. We have, <laughs> we have too many. He goes, we have too many experienced players on roster. Cause yeah. that's how it usually right. those right. works. Yeah. And he goes, these guys been with me since April for the whole spring training. Right. He goes, yeah, you know, you, you, go. you, you could play, but yeah. he's, yeah, I got to go. He's like, you could play. He goes, you're good, but like, I would feel super guilty for, because I don't know if you're going to get hurt again. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I would feel super guilty if I release one of these guys to put you on our DL and I don't know when you're going to be good. Yeah. Right. So then that was mine. I was like, and he goes, if you want to come back next year and play, I would sign you 1000%. All right. Let's jump to, let's jump yeah. to coaching. And so I said, get, no. Let's get to the coaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's over. So yeah. Now sorry. Sorry. My so, so, yeah. <laughs> I went on a rant there. <laughs> no, this is great. This is great yeah. stuff. So that's okay. my story, though, guys. <laughs> there you go. So now, it's not, now you're, now you're out, now you're out as a player. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. You're not going to go back. You're not going to you finish your degree at Maryland. Yeah. You're done. Right. You yeah. got it. Now you're figuring out, okay, I want to stay in pro ball. Yeah. Or do you want to go back and be a college coach? Were, were you going both ways? Like so, I could go back and be, you know, an assistant again at Maryland until yeah. I, you know, uh, Bali or. Yeah. So what, what was pretty cool mm -hmm. was during the time while I was student coaching a scout, uh, Greg Shills from the Phillies came yeah, up to me. I and played came, against him. Yeah. He came up to me and asked me, he goes, Hey, he goes, Hey, what are your plans? You know, after He's playing, a good player. yeah, I told him, I was like, I, I, I want to play, but if that doesn't work, I'm, I want to coach. And he yeah. goes, okay, here's my number, blah, blah. Um, then obviously got released and I'm sitting there at home for a week and I'm like, F it. Like, I don't want to rehab. I don't yeah. want to do all that again. So I gave him a call. And it was more for like a scouting position. He yeah. was telling me about scout school yeah. and stuff. And I told him, I was like, I'd much rather be in player development. Yeah. So ended up interviewing with the, you know, all the Phillies uh, front office people, ended up getting the gig. Yeah. And I was in Williamsport my first year uh, with the cross cutter. So I was like a player coach. So I coached first and then, which I helped with base running and I helped with hitting and then mm -hmm. I helped with catching. I was, my main position was working with catching, just right. assisting with hitting. Um, and, uh, 
yeah, and then from there, it kind of just kept going. Just And then I ended up with the Phillies. And next year, I went to the DR. Best experience. If you're, uh, ever, if you're ever trying to get into pro ball and you're, you want to learn, you want to see some things, you want to <laughs> you want to really learn, you go to the DR. Spend some time they down there. They just grind them out, huh? Oh, they, it's they, a, it's they a just... grind. You see things you've never seen before. Yeah. You know, you've seen plays being made you've never seen before. Like, yeah. it's just – it's literally like a, a ton of really good baseball players that are just raw. Yeah. They don't know like the you know cut right. and relays where to position themselves yeah. and so just they, like little they, things they just, like that. They just teach exactly. Teach, teach, yeah, they, they just freak athletes. And, yeah, it's just exactly yeah. what it is. Yep. Yeah, it's just and then from there, um, uh, I ended up getting a gig with a hitting a hitting job with the Yankees and and this is my second year with them. So so you were basically a free agent after your time with the Phillies. Yeah, like you could like we're not sure what we yeah. do or you. Yeah, so I was a so I was the minor league development development coach there. So right. my I was with the GCL, but I also bounced back to the DR, like back and right. forth. Um, <clears throat> and basically, they were like, "Hey, like we don't have any positions right now open, but if you don't find anything by January, let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll find we'll find you, something, right? Because right? right. by that time, positions will be open again. Right. And then uh, while I was in the DR, I was able to see the hitting coordinator, who's my who's my mm-hmm. boss. Uh, he was my hitting coach with Houston when I played. So we exchanged numbers. And uh, after that and happened, he was with the Yankees. At the and time. he was with the Yankees right. at the time. Okay. Yeah. But before I reached out to him, I was in, I was interviewing with the Red Sox right. and uh, and the and the Astros, like okay. those two teams. Yeah. That didn't that didn't go through, and then I ended up reaching out to uh, Dylan, and then interviewed. Okay, and, so now now you're now, yeah. now you're the the hitting you're hitting guy with Tampa, you mm-hmm. know, and they had a great year. Yeah, um, really. Good you know, year. you you did a good job. Obviously, yeah. you know. Yeah. We were talking about you, it earlier. You, yeah. you know, you work with the kids. They took to you. Yeah. Um, so to, so now that's the that question that go ahead but that question you yeah had earlier you yeah had, uh can you actually one more time <laughs> yeah, here, yeah. so so now so you know you know we talked about the looseness of players yeah, and, yeah. you know and, and and how how this time everything is cookie cutter and everybody overthinks everybody and there's no there's there's little feel to hitters now right it's all mm-hmm. it's all step by step front side down fire hip yep. stay yeah, yeah, inside yeah. the ball that's why you know down playing up playing whatever you're talking about and it's all it's all being taught and that's what these guys are built on right yeah so you get these kids and you're a hitting instructor now and you see this talent but you can overload them mentally so as a hitting instructor are you the more fundamental guy are you the more field guy or are you more the hybrid type of i'm like a, a, i would consider myself a hybrid because uh-huh. you know like i said I, when i was at houston i was able to learn about the whole metrics and like mm-hmm. all that stuff and then obviously having the old school stuff as well like right. well it's not even old school just baseball right just, yeah, like, right. just baseball yeah. just the yeah. game right just uh you know learning that way as well so i was able to do a little hybrid but to your years your, your I, I now remember your question you're saying like when do you say something yeah i don't i i don't talk much right right like there's a lot of there's a lot of times that the player the athlete itself has to learn on on their own to sure. make the adjustment and it's funny you say that there are times i'll throw bp and the kid will feel like you know I, what am I rolled, doing over, wrong? rolled well, yeah, over, do something, and they'll just stare at me for a little bit and like <laughs> and like look and like not be ready to hit. But I'll just won't say anything. I'll just throw again. Yeah. And then after, then they then when they get yeah. consistent, I'm like, okay, what did you do different? Yeah, what changed? What, like, what, what did, you did you do? Did you yeah. Make? Like, yeah. there's obviously yeah. there's obviously some things you could you could clean up with mechanics, but it's the timing of it, right? Like, if every time you're you're talking to somebody, like, hey, yeah, good, whatever, they're not learning because they're listening to you. They're only doing it because yeah. you're telling them to do it, yeah, and then, and then you once you leave, they're you're not in their ear anymore yeah. to tell them. So they 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 lose sight of everything you just kind of 
You just kind of instructed yeah. them because they weren't able to learn it on their own. See, that's that's the part of what we deal with now is because these kids are always looking for that assistance. From that's somebody. it. Tell me what I'm doing wrong, Coach. What yeah. was wrong with that? Oh, they take they take a round of BP and they hit, you know, 20 balls and they hit 18 on the screws yeah. and they take two crappy swings and they're like, oh, oh what do so, I do? What do yeah, I do right there? Like. Yeah. What what he just said, you know, it's the game, man. <laughs> yeah, gonna get you. I don't care if it's BP or not. It's yeah. gonna get you. What, what he just said, I just learned that after so many years of training with Ray. Yeah. I just learned that this past week. Like you know, all through Ray's development, I've always been like you know trying to like help him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, it goes in one ear out the other. Like shut up, Dad. Like you know what I mean? Like stop. This past couple weeks that we've been hitting, I don't say a word. Yeah. Like I just throw BP, and like I see him struggling. Like I see him just keep rolling, doing the same mistake. And I'm not saying a word. And like after like day four he's like all right can you tell me something like what am i doing like you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, help yeah. me you know what i mean like what what and i'm like oh not like if nah, you're gonna yeah. listen we're gonna yeah. have a conversation but if you want me to i can just throw you bp all day but you know when you don't say something is when these guys learn a lot yeah. more because they're trying to figure it out man you got you got you, you know i mean especially you start to get high levels of social house plan i mean the technology now and the information now is tremendous right yep. mm-hmm. but it's also a different generation we were going we didn't have you know we had a hitting instructor he was the bp guy he was <laughs> just a guy it's like so i had gene Kleins. and gene was a great hitter uh, you know i'm 61 so you can imagine how old gene was right? <laughs> and i'd come in and i'd say gene dude what did i do you know what did i do and he'd look at me and he'd go Oof. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, worse than telling you what yeah. that's worse than the impact. Okay, okay, so. I got it. I'll be you know. So then I would go to Edgar Martinez, like help me, dude, because this guy over here, this guy's just collecting a check. <laughs> that's he wrote hilarious. a book called Oof, and it's like one page. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah. So then yeah. like another thing is too, right? Like if a guy does say, Oh, like, you know, they take bad swings or a bad result, right? Yeah. Bad battered ball, then they say, like, what am I doing? It's like, okay we worked on whatever we, we need to yeah. fix. Right? Yeah. Like now, what are you swinging at? Exactly. Was that, was that a ball? See, are you because, on time? It, yeah. it, are you it, on time? Or is that a pitch? So you can, they can it becomes, it becomes mental, right? Yeah. So, so, and I, again, I always got to say, I say this all the time because I do say this all the time. Well, you know, cause these things that, that I was told that, that resonated with me, that stayed in my, in my development process with self and I, and the guy said, you know, you're going to sit in this dugout here, Right. Especially at these levels, we're talking about pro ball levels. These are all great guys that are with dudes all the mm-hmm. way through the thing. Mm-hmm. And then the game weeds them out, right? A ball out, double A out, the mm-hmm. big leagues out. But you sit in this dugout and there's 25 to 30 guys in this dugout and there's 25 to 30 guys in that dugout over there. And guess what? Physically, they can all do the same Absolutely. thing. They're all gifted athletes. They can all run. They can all throw. You're not in that. You're not in pro ball because you were sort of good. Yeah. You were good all the way up to that yeah. point. Right. So, now it becomes the inversion, right? When we're growing up, it's 95% physical. So we mm-hmm. talk about small field legends out here, mm-hmm. the big heavy kid, whatever, you know, and yeah. he just tracks Bambino. Bombs, man. Mm-hmm. And he's bigger and he's stronger than everybody else, but he has no skill set, but yeah, he's yeah. going to win at that level. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to come together, right? And then you start to get the physical and the mental. And then all of a sudden it crosses over and it's all, the physical is all there. Not I mean, the he's a big, part. strong athlete that's mm-hmm. trained, that played yeah. at high level colleges or high draft picks, whatever. Now, who's going to win that game mentally? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, yep. for me, you know, for me, that's where I succeeded. That's where I took guys out, mm-hmm. right? Okay, you may be better than me. I'm, I'm good enough to be a big leaguer. I have the skills to do this, okay? And I may not be the other guy, the, you know, the, you know the, the game changer at that level. But mentally, I'm going to crush you. I am mm-hmm. going to crush you because I understand how to make the adjustments. Mm-hmm. And I understand how to play the game. I understand how to prepare. I had all these other things mm-hmm. that were coming up. 
And that's not that's not that's not what we deal with at the youth level right no. now. No, I'm going to pay for mm-hmm. lessons, and you know, I'm going to you know tell me what I did, or I had one bad at bat, or I didn't mm-hmm. get a hit all weekend. Or you, stroke in, you, or bar- st- you barreled up six balls, you didn't get a hit. What mm-hmm. am I doing wrong? Yeah. yeah, stop hitting at somebody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's also it's also going to your point right there, right? It's like now we have to stroke egos because they, you know, because the parents want yeah. they, mm-hmm. the parents are more disappointed than the kids, and then you know you got to just make sure everyone is on the same page. So, so everyone's happy instead of just saying, "Hey, you had, you went over six this weekend. So what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now, figure out next weekend." Now that's that's the dollar. That's the dollars involved in the game. And everybody, whenever you pay for something, you like if you're going to go buy a steak and you want it medium, you expect it to come out that medium, right? You go pay for something, and you go somewhere, and the expectations are what they what you think they are, and then it doesn't come back that way. And it may be the player, maybe the coach, maybe the organization, whatever it is, they 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 change it. But you it's know, listen. It's, you're you're paying when 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 people come to your organization, they're paying for your expertise. They're paying for John John Ennis's expertise. They're not paying for you to make their kid on TV. Right. They. I mean, that's no. They are. Well, they no. In, they in their are. Head, they are. But they're yeah. paying for what you know <laughs> and your your, yeah. your 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 lessons that you can bring to the table to make them better. But you know, when you go in with the wrong expectations, as far as you thinking that I'm going to train with you, I'm going to train with you because you're going to get my kid on this TV. That's impossible. I mean, and that's where the that's well, where the, you know, and, and that, that's the reality the we same, live in. That same thing through the exposure process. And I've you know, listen, I, I've said this before. Jeff Petty's a good friend. I, I I respect everything that he does. Andy Burris, good friend, right? That's five star, and that's yeah, Kings. Kings. two, you know, national organizations across the board. Yeah. Do I agree with? Do I agree with the uh, you know the baseball philosophies? All that, not at all. But it doesn't matter. We're, we're men. We have this conversation. Yeah. Mine's mm-hmm. different than than that. So you know, you know, you can't. You you think that you're going to put on those uniforms or those big, what they call power fives? Yeah, yeah. Unless you're a national team guy, you, you, you just, we, we, you just we, you're in the mix, right? Yeah, you're, just, yeah. you're just wearing a uniform and you're, you're paying for the gas and, on the bus. And you're paying for everybody. But <laughs> the expe- expectations of taking my kid and I'm going to go play for this organization, I'm going to go play for that organization, because you think you're gonna, that's going to get you, a college coach is going to go, whoa, nice uniform. Yeah. I, want to, I want to sign you. Well, yeah. you suck. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're not that player. You know, yeah. we see it, Andrew. Do we see it all the time all when the we time. do our, our USA, our, our USA programs? Like, you know, okay, here comes a kid in this uniform or that uniform that are supposed to be these, you know, these national, teams. you know, these big things, and they don't make they don't make the team. I mean, you it's know? And, you know? and that's the thing where these kids and these parents have to just just trust the process and just go along and go go as far as they can go and see where it's going to take them because your process and your 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 development, right? Like your senior year in high school, you you went to college to play as a catcher, but you didn't catch on Grand yeah. Street, or you might have caught some. Yeah, I caught. Yeah, but yeah, but B.J. Yeah. Lopez and you know, what I mean, you guys. But so, as a as a as a as a high level parent, this day, if their kid is not going to be the starting catcher on a state championship team, yeah. they're taking them out and putting them somewhere no, they, else. You yeah. know what I mean? So, no, but but he was the guy to say, "Hey, I will play third. B.J. is another yeah. great catcher, yeah. and I will catch when I need to catch, and B.J. catches when he catches." And I'm and we're gonna do the best for what the team is, and we're both gonna move on. And BJ went to move on with the Marlins, and you went to mm-hmm. college. And I love I love this. How, how come my kid's not playing short? How come he's not he's not coming well, short? How come he's not batting third in the lineup? How come he's not? Yeah. Because, you know what? He's not know. good enough. You know, he's not good yeah. enough to do it. Yeah, you know. So, um, what's next year? Yeah. Right now. So what's like, next year, right now. Uh, next year, I'm not sure where I'll be at. Okay. Golf with Ray. Huh? Golfing with Ray. Ray. Oh, yeah. Or, or driving Ray. in your truck, in the cute truck. <laughs> hey, it's not a truck. It's not a truck. It's a turquoise. Yeah. It's a turquoise men, Jeep. Men drive trucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
just going back to what you were saying about the whole mentality thing, like I say that I said that I've said that multiple times to yeah. my guys this yeah. year. I was like, the guys in the big leagues, there's no difference. You guys throw yeah. the same ball, yeah. ball skim, not the right. same ball, but a little bit, yeah. but yeah. you guys swing the same, you know, you guys swing, yeah. you got field, you guys all do the same thing. The only difference is up here. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and that was like uh, one of the biggest things that, you know, that has some success leaves clues. Right. Yeah. So like the approach, the mental part, was when they're in the game was the most important. They're already, they're like I said, the environment, they're already right. training the right way early right. to the game to prepare for this game. Mm -hmm. Like we, like me, like me, obviously, and the staff as well, you know, like we put these guys in these positions to to have success, right? Yeah. Like we, we we set up this training, like, you know, whatever cages, you're doing this, that, and the third, whatever, just to prepare yourself and also to right. develop at whatever it is you need to develop, right? You need to get better at, whether it's like, your contact or your like whatever your your swing your strike zone discipline whatever it is yeah. that you're doing mm -hmm. we're going to work on it early so that when it comes to the game you you just got to have flip, fun yeah. you got to flip the switch and have fun and trust your and trust the the training and your ability to 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 play the game that's like, right just having trust and you got to learn to relax yes that's you the know, biggest geez, thing that's, yeah. that is yeah. huge man cuz once you learn to slow the game down in your head because if you speed the yeah. game up in your in your head and you tense and do that uh, also mm -hmm. you'll, get, you'll be done like that yeah yep. So that's why I said when you play against, you know, we play against, you know, a lot of the Latino players, there's such a looseness to it. There's such a yeah. relaxation to it. It's a confidence thing. But, yeah. so, you know. Like also just to add on to that, like if like when you do feel that way, nervous, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, you're human, but they usually say you're just not prepared. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. it's all about the preparation, like the prep. Yeah. Right? Like the prep prior. You know, if you're not, if you're nervous, that means you're not prepared. Yeah. Right. So, well, now, now you guys also have, you got, you know, you got mental coaches. You got, you know, you got, you, you know, you're, you got, if you're you got, a coach or every yeah, coach, that's got, my opinion. You, yeah. If you're, if you're going to yeah. be a, a, whatever coach you right. are, whether it's in football, soccer, yeah. you're coaching everything, the mental yeah. game, sure. you know, the development of a, of the him yeah. as a person as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously the, the, the physical part in the sport. With and the that's, and that's another yeah. difficult part about coaching, yeah. you know, is it, it's not a cookie cutter thing. You got to take yeah. the personality of every player into it. Yeah. You got to figure out what's that piece, what's that trigger point, yeah. 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 what's that trigger point that yeah. we're going to get the most out of this guy and give him the best opportunity. Yeah. All right. So we'll figure, you'll figure it out over the winter where you're going to go, what they're going to do, but yeah. it's good. You're staying in there. What yeah. is long-term goal for you coaching? Like do you, uh -huh. have, do you sit there and say, I wouldn't mind managing in the World Series someday, or you <laughs> yeah. know, because you know what? I mean, it's it's like the military, right? There's guys that are just built to be staff sergeants, and mm -hmm. that's what they love. And then there's there's leaders across yeah, the board. Yeah. There's guys like Mike Schilt that you know that, that you know. And mm -hmm. Obviously, it's an easy example for us. But yeah. do you see yourself ever doing that? Do you yeah. see yourself wanting to do you know? Yeah, that's that's like my ultimate goal: either be a manager or or a hitting coach, bench coach, or or bench coach. Because yeah. I because like I said, I was a catcher and I listened a lot. So when I was in the, Thankfully, yeah. when I was with the Phillies, when I was there, I was in minor league development. So I was able to, during spring training and while I was there in the DR, I was able to bounce around from instructing catchers, instructing infielders, outfielders, and pitchers, base running. So I was able to learn all the in and outs and the fundamentals yeah. of everything, like the proper way, the me you know the metrics and everything, how we measure all that stuff while I was there in the DR. And it was the best place to do it because you're starting from scratch with these players and they don't, they don't know nothing about it. So. Yeah. Being able to do that, like I feel like myself, that's why I say I'm a hybrid. I feel like I could do, I can kind of do whatever, right? Like, right. I could do, I could like help out with, you know, positioning with relays. I, one of the biggest things I learned too was keep my eye off the ball. Mm -hmm. When I, like, that was one of the main things I did was keep my eyes off the ball to pay attention to how the defense is moving, right? Like, are, yeah. they, are they in the right position? When right. the base runner's running, was he in the secondary? Did he cut yeah. the, did he, how is his mm -hmm. turn? So then what I would do is I would, I would take notes on that specific play, that at bat, 
send it to our video guy, cut it up, and then we'll have development sessions. So after the game, the DR, we would have these development sessions, which took place of them them seeing themselves make the right. mistake. Because if you tell a kid, if you tell a player, hey, you did this, they're going to no, yeah. show them. They yeah. got to deny it. They're yeah. going to be like, no, I was there. It, yeah. You know, they're going to make some. No but way. once you, yeah. but once you, <laughs> yeah. once you put that thing on it's the called video. Evidence. It's called yeah. evidence, bro. <laughs> once you put the thing on the video, yeah. you know, but the, the best part about it was not only is that player learning that that like what just happened during that situation, every player in the room is aware of it. Yeah. So if something does happen in the middle of a play, there's somebody else screaming Everybody at else, you. Yeah. There's yeah. somebody screaming, hey, let's go, let's go yeah, get here. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That's right. So there's communication. So next thing you know, everybody's learning, everybody's developing, everybody yeah. knows what every position needs, needs to be right. at. So like, see that that that's another good point. I mean, yeah. we could, we, this could go on all day. Oh, right? yeah, so, sorry. But, you know, so you know, when you're developing kids, you're bringing kids up. I mean, positioning and every everybody on the field needs to know where everybody else on the field exactly. needs to be in baseball, yeah. right? So you just you know, if you're just a shortstop, you need you need to be able to, you know, if there's a play, you know, this guy's here. That's mm -hmm. how you learn to play with eyes behind your head. So as a middle yeah. infielder, that was always something that I that I prided myself on. Like I could go you know, a ball in the gap and I could go out and be a cutoff man. And I wouldn't have to look back. I would know the speed of the runner. Mm -hmm. I know if he was a good base runner or not. I know that he was aggressive base run. And am I going to take this throw and go to third with mm -hmm. it? Or am I going to just cut it? Or am I going to do, mm -hmm. you know, do whatever. So, you know, those are the things, but I learned that because I played many different positions at Maryland. I was a second baseman. I'm curious sure stuff. I played third, you know, you growing up, you played all these different positions. Um, and that makes, that makes the best managers in the game. That makes the best oh, coaches yeah. in the game because, the eyes, the eyes of a good coach, right? Like you're saying, see the whole field, and they don't have to follow the ball to follow yes. the game, mm -hmm. right? You'll watch it. Is this kid coming out of the box? That you know where the ball is at. Yeah, is that kid coming out of the box. You make the right turn. Is mm -hmm. he aggressive? Is he putting pressure on the defense? Yeah, you know. So those those things. But you know, we try to play kids as much as we possibly can. Different positions. Different positions, whether they like it or not. They should. Or whether it's the, the parents, the parents are the ones that don't That's like right. it the most. Oh, of right? But you know, you put them in that in that situation because especially at the college level. Now the recruiting process, you know, if you got a guy that can do multiple, multiple things and he can hit, he's got a better chance to get in the lineup early. That's just right. Like, you're, you're just adding 30. value to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the that's time. the same all thing the like in, in, in the, like in the big leagues. Now yeah. you have guys who are like, you have all these superstars who are in yeah. these positions and you're a shortstop. You're going to be stuck. Cause that right. guy's there. So you better yeah. learn how to play something yeah, else right. to get your chance. So yeah. being able to be, you know, play multiple Versatile. positions, yeah. you, you just add value yeah. to yourself. And especially yeah. if you can hit, that's a plus. You hit, yeah, you do got, not sit. That's what they say. That's right. Yeah. Every kid say. should have that written in the hat. In there. If there's a DH, yeah, they'll try to find it, but you know, you won't be playing in the eighth and ninth inning. Oh no, no, no! You're yeah, bringing yeah. the best defense in at that point. That's right. That's when so, the Jeff Schaefer's coming to game. Yeah. That's listen. Thank you, Edgar Martinez, for all those games <laughs> I got to play because you stumped defensively and you couldn't run. Okay, but you can hit, brother. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're in the Hall of Fame, and I'm talking to you, knucklehead. <laughs> right. Yeah, all right. So, uh, Kevin, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks right. for Absolutely. Yeah. This yeah. is amazing. A lot of fun. Ratio, uh, one tool, two tool. It depends on what day. The guy in the little blue little Jeep. cute yeah. truck, little blue cute, <laughs> little Jeep, Jeep, Jeep. Yeah, that's I, I, listen, I am driving man. All right, so all right. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> he drives a truck. I don't know about that. He's got it in your color, maybe. How do you how do you know that? Yeah, how do you know that? Follow you around. Yeah. <laughs> I follow I follow his or her daughters on uh, there, you uh, go. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, listen, Architect Sports, um, the best. Yes. You know, and uh Blast Motion. You guys use Blast Motion yeah. all the time. Todd mm -hmm. Freeman and that group there. You know, those guys are always involved and always support us. Um, all the people I want to say all the people that support us for the gala this year, 
it was huge. You yeah, know, go we back didn't even get a that. chance. To, that's next episode. We didn't even get a chance to even talk uh, about that. There's a lot of things. That, yeah, I mean that was that was just. Uh, I think we touched on a little bit. Um, with yeah, maybe a little here, bit. But yeah. um, great night. You know, great thing. We are we are spread it around. I tell you, when it comes to asking for other things for other people, I'll ask anything for anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never really ask for myself. You know, and this isn't for ourselves. But we are fifty five thousand. There's a delta right now between putting the lights up here. Once we put the lights up here. We're all into programming from that point forward. Mm-hmm. We are just moving forward with everything in, in the mission. Uh, that's the sustainability. It's amazing what we've done out here, Kev. You, you know, awesome. you've seen it. Yeah, I've gone seen away, it. Yeah, oh my come God. back, gone away, come back. So nice. Um, all, all, all on big-hearted people, man. All on corporations. MLB kicked us off with four hundred grand on that small field. Wow. We started from there, and I, and I, and it's not just not just people donating money, but. You know, it's 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 a CBC crew getting out there doing, you know, cutting the grass and doing mm-hmm. everything that's being done for nothing around here. But yeah. it's not being done for nothing. It's being done to benefit. We talked about upward mobility, right? I mean, yeah. you know, depending, it doesn't matter. You don't have to live in Brooklyn or the Bronx or anything else not to be to be underserved. You mm-hmm. know, you got to figure it out. So we want to create those opportunities. We are. So, uh, you know, you want you want to get involved, um, you know, we're UDACF.org and then we're not whole Carolinas.org. Um, and that's just, you know, we're going to, cl- we're going to, we're going to chop this 55,000 off here in a couple of weeks and lights are going to go up here. Then that's we can awesome. do special things during the week for the communities, mm-hmm. you know, berries and advances to West Charlotte. Um, that's awesome. So that's we're, awesome. we're excited about it. So, you know, if, you know, got people research it, check it out. We don't care if it's $25 or $125,000, you know, we, uh, it, it all goes to the right place. We've been doing the right thing. We got great people in here on Morris Madden. Alan Barnes and Al Daspin and just, you know, just, it, it, it's been phenomenal. Um, and it's it, for me in the end, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about all these cool things that we did and all these experiences in the end. It's like, you're saying, it's like, what are we doing to, to, you know, to keep it. the game going mm-hmm. what we love? You're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. How do we pay it forward? How do we keep it going? How do yeah. we keep it the way that we like it? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it, man. Yeah, thanks good, for having right? me. So, for sure. Dude, yeah, it was thank fun. You, we'll we'll do it on. again. And, uh, yeah. and Regina, yeah, gotta okay, get, you got to get G out we here. We got to get, we yeah, get her. Like, we got to uh, get her. We got to get her down here. Yeah. I got, I got, I got. She's got her. stories. I got to meet her. Well, oh, that's, that's what we like. We like, we yeah, like stories. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we appreciate everybody. I'll listen to Schaefer Baseball Report again. We'll see you next Friday. Peace out.